0: I'm Angie Powers. I'm Elizabeth Stark. And And this this is Storymakers Storymakers Show. Show.
1: Welcome. This is our special goal-setting 19, no, not 19, 2019. (laughs) Not 1920. 2019 edition. So we are expecting this to be released on January 8th, 2019.
0: Can't believe it.
1: I thought you were, I thought I got it wrong again, the way you were
0: shaking your head. No, it was just the sheer enormity of the number of years. You know,
1: when I was a teenager, I used to think ahead and think mm-hmm. like one day it will really be, you know, this year and I'll really be, I mean, I think I was probably thinking 30 at that point, <laughs> but whatever, you know, I was, and trying to really picture that and, yeah. and know that that was, that I, you know, real, mm-hmm. it was pretty trippy, the future. Yeah. Yeah. But goal setting is about imagining the future. Yes. Telling stories about the future. So we're going to start with what are we working on? And we are, and then we're going to come back to goal setting. So, um, okay, strange narrative secret. It is not twenty nineteen during the moment of recording this, but um, I am. Revising. In the future, what
0: will have you? What will, what will you well, have on done?
1: Tuesday, January eighth? I'm having lunch with my agent. Hi, Susan. And I am, um, and then I'm, you know, doing something in conversation with Christine O'Brien, my student, whose book Crave is out now from St. Martin's Press, and we're going to be at Blue Stockings. Hi, Blue Stockings. Tonight, in that future moment, January 8th. In the future. Of now. Yes. But the present of then, that. mm. Mm. so that's and I will God willing have put turned in the latest draft of my book to my agent and she will be you know reading or not reading it and we will be having lunch mm-hmm. Woo-hoo. Mm-hmm. so that is um, and, and I'm just you know I got wonderful notes um, mm-hmm. from, a, from a friend and they're pretty small and so um, now I'm just is that what makes them wonderful well that's certainly <laughs> Really thrilling. (laughs) It certainly helps. It's relieving. Mm. Um, But what I've noticed now is that I get um, panicked by any note that I don't automatically know how to fix. Like, so if it's like, oh, what? You know, you could cut the sentence, and I look at it, and I'm either like, oh yeah, or oh I don't know, but I I'm either gonna cut it or I'm not. Like, great, I'm psyched. If um, and especially if I'm like, oh, that makes it better, right? Like, that's great. But if it's like a little, even if it's a little question, but I don't yet know the answer. I get really panicked, like I'm never going to know. But I'm now learning that I do know and that I will find that answer. Have I already talked about this on a podcast? I have no idea. Anyway, so... It's not like I was there. <laughs> so um, so I'm getting better at getting notes, not because I'm having a different set of feelings, but because I'm able to contextualize those feelings and understand that even though I feel a large sense of panic in getting a note, uh, that in fact I will... Answers will will surface. Excellent. Yeah. So um, in the past of this January 8th moment, I'm looking for a moment to sit down with my book and and make those changes. Mm -hmm. And also, I'm looking forward to getting your notes. Yes. Yeah. What are you doing on January 8th, 2019? Well,
0: in January 8th, 2019, today, (laughs) I am working on, you know, there are so many things I want to do this year. And there's so many things I'm excited about and trying to figure out. So really at this point, uh, my own vast array of things I want to do, it's actually going to drive a lot of what we're going to talk about today for goal planning. Mm. And for me at that point, I would hope that I will have started to create some kind of sequence within which to work to meet all of these 8 million things that i want to do
1: mm. what i want us to do is listen to this again at the end of the year
0: mm-hmm. and see at the end of,
1: of 2019 and see what happened. yeah that sounds great <laughs> all right so that's what we're working on we're working on goal setting <laughs> and goal achieving yes although i will say that one of the things i also am thinking a lot about is um how to simplify Mm. my sense of goals on a daily level. So one of the things that having a smartphone with me, and I'm really toying with the idea of not carrying it around that I've actually shut down a lot of the, um, kind of, I've put a lot of time limits on the capabilities of the Mm. thing. But, um, so I'm, I'm trying to, this thing happens. My friend Jada talked about how when you have this big list, all the things can start to seem equal. Yes. Right? Like Mm -hmm. move the laundry into the dryer, uh, start my masterpiece, you know, (laughs) feed the dog, right? It's just, and what are the things that that actually have to be on the, I mean, I have to write things down in order to do them, but just getting simpler and then not having, not allowing this intense onslaught of information at all times randomly that just can just jack me up.
0: Mm -hmm. And seem important. Well, one of the things you're going to see sort of differently between the two of us is my brain tends to like to reside at about 30,000 feet or 10. I have a very difficult you're time. in the moment. Well, I either have a really blue sky, high level vision or I'm in the weeds. Like it just is, I tend to be between those two places very often. Not between them, in one or the in other. In one or the other and not in between, you're right. So one of the things that I was thinking about as we were talking about having a goal setting podcast was really separating out the idea of goals from a strategy. And so Mm -hmm. one of the things that I do with our school board, right, is once a year we sit down, we have these different sort of larger planning processes. And every five years we do a strategic planning process and we're still in our strategic planning process for this year. So this is the second one I've done with the school board. Which the second five-year one. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so um, I want to actually talk about the way some of those tools can really be helpful for an individual and to really think about how you want to go about meeting your goals. Because we might say we want to write a book this year. And we might even know why for some emotional reason but ultimately what are you trying what's the what is it you're trying to achieve for yourself holistically and it might be a book is part of how you get to emotional satisfaction with yourself a book might be part of how you get to uh, economic satisfaction with yourself so it can actually meet a number of objectives But if you don't know what those objectives are, if you aren't thinking about sort of how these projects fit into a larger framework of your life, it's really easy for it to become unimportant. Mm. So when you see it as part of a larger strategic plan, then I think it's easier to see the value of the work you're putting into it.
1: So in this work you do um, as president of the school board, Mm -hmm. um, what... What's an example of a question you ask
0: yourselves as a board? Well, we ask ourselves, uh, you know, for the organization, where do we want the organization to be in five years? Mm -hmm. Right. And there are different components. And so one of the things we do is we really open up the idea to have idea generation that isn't limited. And we do a group brainstorm. So there are areas I think I worry about one set of things, another board member worries about another set of things, so that there's a real balance coming from the board members when we start talking about all the things we'd like to see for the school in five years' time. And so you generate this whole list of things you're not going to get done.
1: but you know, it's not only things you're not going to get done; you'll get them done some of them right but you're <laughs> generating things we're not going to get done
0: <laughs> you know as you talked about your to-do list or you know mm-hmm. jada mentioning that everything becomes equal following a strategic plan versus goal setting mm-hmm. really helps you focus so one of the things that we did this last time is we took all of these different ideas and we started chunking them down and we created four pillars for moving forward.
1: So kind of like like a like a mind map almost. Like if you were going to cluster these various many things into groups, you would mm-hmm. have four groups. Is that right? right? Were there things that didn't fit into those four at all?
0: Mm-mm.
1: Wow. No. Can you give me an example of one of one of the pillars? Do you remember. One of
0: the pillars was academics, right? So, right. School academics. Um, and so. And what was another? Another, I think, what you know, there was financial. There was uh, academics, culture, and I forget what the fourth pillar was right now because it's been a month. Maybe it was the physical school. I, I, I you know, it's and so yeah. I think we actually morphed the physical and the cultural Which together into a single nice. pillar because it was about the environment, right, of the school, and that we really wanted. The I love this. So, for example, physical. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking. I'm almost thinking of a workshop we could even
1: do right it's like but that but anyways to break it down so you could say so people could either in a group as a family as Mm -hmm. a group i'm thinking even as a team like one of the things that is shaping up for me is the way that like book writing world book years is is a team And as people are publishing and going out in the world that's very exciting so um as a team of writers because Mm -hmm. i think then we have a different kind of investment and also literacy and the uses of story and all those things that matter to me but so you could do it as a group of some sort that you belong to or you could do it as an individual and you do a big brainstorm of all the things that matter. Mm-hmm. And then you, what What was the word you used? Chunk them
0: chunk down. Chunk them down.
1: Consolidate it. them into these pillars that so that you see what are the, key, and four is probably a good number. Yes.
0: You could go to three, I think, pretty easily. And five is probably the max because isn't that
1: sort of what we can retain as in our memory?
0: Well, if you, you know, I keep thinking of the Parthenon, right? So you have, you have, decorative pillars and then you have structural pillars. So you really want to focus on the structural. (laughs) Um, And, you know, we found links between things that didn't necessarily have links. And there were things that we wanted for the school. For example, one of the things we want for the school is to get to a place where the decision making isn't based on uh, resources, Mm. or at least not so much. So how, you know, so it isn't, so the goal isn't we want to raise x amount of dollars the goal is we want to have a school that can make decisions based on what's best for the environment and the pedagogy without so much worry about the numbers and there's a lot of different ways you can do that right so That's why I'm talking about the difference between a strategy and coming up with this larger idea and goals.
1: This actually reminds me, and I think it's relevant, of Barbara Shear, and I'm sure I've talked about this, but Barbara Shear, who wrote Wishcraft and Mm -hmm. other books. And she said, uh, don't wish for money Mm -hmm. unless you want, you know, to roll around or do origami or in other ways interact with the physical bills. Mm -hmm. Think about what you think the money will provide and then wish for those things. In her example that I remember was, you know, let's say you think, oh, if I had money, I could buy a house by the sea and then I would go there and I would write. Right. And so then she's saying, you know, well, first of all, if you want a house by the sea to write in, like maybe there's a friend who has one that you could borrow one week a year and that's like all you actually Mm -hmm. need. I'm even thinking beyond that, you know, maybe what you want is to write and if you go f- for an hour to your local cafe, you might not need the house by the sea. I mean, there's, you know, so but you start to grapple with what do I really want here that I think money is an avenue to and then there just might be other ways to get the thing you want besides
0: the money. Right, right, absolutely. So, but that, as artists, one of the things we need to really look at is do, does our art need to be something that pays for itself? Does our art need to be something that um, guarantees certain recognition in the world? Does our need certain things we can't control? So when we look at our strategic plan, we're wanting to move things in a direction where it's easier for us to have the conversations we want to be having or to be in the groups we want to be in or any of those things. But honestly, our art isn't the only way to get there right so the strategic plan is really to think about that higher level what is it that if you were to look at your self your writing career 5 years from now where do you want to be and then you know we often think, oh, I'm going to sell a book well you can't guarantee that right i'm going to have you know, a million dollar advance. Well, you can't guarantee that. So those those get to get swept off the table. What you get to say is strategically, I need to be participating in conversations and be recognized for my skill. Mm. How do I do that? Number of ways, right? There There are so many venues right now to get your voice out. Where do you get it out in a way that it feels good to you and you feel the kind of recognition that moves you toward the next thing right. so that's the yeah. difference between it like again and I, and I keep going back to this idea of strategy versus goals because strategic planning has goals and objectives mm-hmm. and so your objectives are um to and you get them mixed up all the time so an objective is to as we said like have a have a school that doesn't mm-hmm. have to make decisions based on its financial resources and so its well, goal add, yeah. might be three, three actions below that to move us towards that. So like it might be so the
1: objective is is a higher, more like principle sort of, mm-hmm. and a goal is a concrete, actionable,
0: yes, um, project and mm-hmm. say yeah. So you might say I have an objective to get. Uh, I have an objective to be a recognized participant in intellectual conversations here. Mm-hmm. Here. Is the best. Wherever that, you know, I, I want to be having conversations with people who are, you know, I mean, like, I think you have a better sense of, of, of the kinds of places. But, you know, there's, there are people having conversations on the rumpus and there are people having conversations in, you know, Medium. literary journals and media. And you know, so there's a number Medium. of... Medium uh, you know so there's a number of places where that could be happening. So you could say like really the thing I'm interested in is these kinds of conversations that are happening here mm-hmm. And so your objective would be to be a go-to resource for people, you know X number of people you know these these publishers right of of content
1: mm.
0: like the rumpus, like mm. medium like. HuffPo, like mm. any number of things. You mm-hmm. you know, I'm just tossing stuff idea. So then your goal might be get, uh, make three contacts with editors in those environments and get, um, write six essays that I could submit to those right, right. in right. communities. So the goals are more like measurable,
1: mm-hmm.
0: actionable, right? Your smart goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really, my big point just was to separate out that larger strategy Uh from just randomly generating goals.
1: All right, so let's let's take it back to to us and talk Mm -hmm. about like so. What is an objective? Do you know
0: one of your objectives for the year? I think that's the thing I struggle with actually. That level, do you have goals? That middle level, right? So you know, I have this idea that I want to, um, I want to create a feature film that is. shot in a super short amount of time with uh, actors and doing some improv i also want to do a short film with kids and i also am interested in looking at how i might make a sort of more regular weekly content process
1: so why are you thinking about these things like what what is what are you what do you think your objective might be so for me, I actually just think it all sounds fun. I mean, but but part of it, when you started, when you the mm-hmm. way you talked about it, thinking about objectives, thro- is brainstorm, 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 and then consolidate into. Right. So I haven't done that yet. So it's sort of like what's important to you. Like it's, but I would say like it sounds like creating is important to you, collaborating is important to you, learning is important to you, experimenting is important to you, right? So those things seem like those are like if you started to then if you threw those kinds of things mm-hmm. up
0: that are true for you you start to get if i said at the end of the year one of the, one of my other goals actually is to be more um to launch some other business projects as well mm-hmm. so i have a lot of different goals so the number one step would be then okay here i have like i want to want to launch you know a particular kind of business I want to launch a particular kind of channel, but not necessarily even related to that business in the same way. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to work and continue to work with my kids and the kids in our school to teach and create art mm-hmm. you know, together. And I want to explore this other piece of the improv stuff because i'm also interested in looking at how can we create art in such a way that it could be financially at least break evenable if it isn't uh, profitable Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so kind of create a lifestyle of an an artist that makes sense in some way yes and i do think it would be interesting too as you think about these other business things to to see how they can pull together, pull closer to your other goals. You right. Know, so that, so and, step
0: so what think, one, though, would be to kind of just generate, where do I want to be in a year? In a year, I want to have more, and I, and I see already that, like, from last year to this year, I have more people that I can work with a more of a community, mm-hmm. more That's folks so to draw so exciting.
1: Congratulations. So, so, I mean, I think actually starting, you know, backing up to, like, what have you accomplished in yes. the last year is actually a great step that I want mm-hmm. to encourage people to take in this
0: Process. Yes. Because
1: I think it also helps us build on our strengths and build on what we really love.
0: Yeah. And then I think that the last thing is also going back to Barbara share and talking about um, her, what does she call those folks? There's the divers oh, and there's oh, the... Like there's some kind of, but not really multitaskers. Skimmers but, or something. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: the kind of holding many, juggling many things. Yes.
0: <laughs> So the idea, you know, and the reason I go back to that is there's a guy who does this thing called the twelve week year and talks about the idea of getting done in twelve weeks, what most people get done in a year. I kinda of love that. And so when we talk about these things, I do wanna also remind folks that there's a certain amount of flexibility. The trouble with when you're when you're focusing too small is that you aren't clear about how what you're doing is working to something larger, and this circles back to the beginning, which is, I might get a boatload done, but is it a boatload I feel good about? Scanner is the term you're Thank you. (laughs) Skimmer. Anyway, um, so the idea really, and I want to encourage everybody, is just to think about this. You are always doing work, and you're always doing those things that make you who you are, and making sure that the work that you're doing, that you're spending the time in helps reflect your personal values. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the year, when you say, I've done this, 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 and this, you can feel good
1: about it. And that's mm-hmm. understanding your objectives. I really, right. I love that. I mean, I think, um, and I think it's interesting, you know, where we can start because um, I know like, I have a number of projects that are either finished or I have a draft, you know, I have a novella that I wrote while I was Waiting to hear back from agents, and I have a YA novel, mm-hmm. and I have another one I want to write, and I have or a middle grade maybe, and um, and then I have um, you know the Kafka book that didn't sell that I think the world is now ready for, right. right? So just for me, a lot of it is thinking about how to get this work out into the world and um, kind of figure that out and then move forward with it, but then also to kind of land in a place where i'm getting to enjoy the daily act of being a writer which i actually really love i Mm -hmm. love when i'm in the routine of getting up and writing you know from where i dream right and meditating and kind of mining that right space and what can happen there that's so magical and so easy to move away from um and you know and to be producing and to you know, all of that, the the daily life of writing, which I really love, and to make sure that that external piece is supporting that, right in a way that makes sense and is somehow visible. I also really want to expand the ways and the people to whom I talk about books mm-hmm. and stories so that it's not just through teaching writing, but it's also through talking about reading, right.
0: And, and one of my objectives this year is to look at, How do I support the big projects we did last year, finding homes this year, but then how I can use those to recreate a project where, um, you know, we depended a lot on volunteers and the goodness of other people. How can I design the next project so that it might not be like a huge amount of money that people are getting but it is money, right? So that I want to keep working towards being able to create projects in such a way that the people who participate, including, you, including myself, <laughs> get financial rewards that this particular project, I wasn't organized enough or having been through the process enough to really understand how I could have done that. Right. And it was a huge cast. Yes. <laughs>
1: But anyway, um, we would love to hear from listeners about your goal-setting techniques or how what, you, what you're hoping to accomplish or how you like to think about these things, if it's helpful. Your to-
0: artistic strategic plan for 2019. That's right.
1: Yeah. Exciting. And so
0: we're on Facebook, so if you want to post that in, in a comment on the Facebook page, story you can also reach us show. at questions at storymakershow.com. You can try that as well. And until then, it's time for Steal This.
1: And so, professional poets (laughs) borrow. No. Amateur. No, amateur poets borrow. Professional poets steal. Steal.
0: Steal. Yes.
1: All right. So uh, shall I go first? Yes, please do. (laughs) All right. Um, I also just finished reading Alexander Cheese, How to Write an Autobiographical Novel, which is an essay collection, which talks about, in part, his process of writing an autobiographical novel. But which also, I would argue, is an autobiographical novel mm-hmm. in a way. I mean, it's an essay collection. It's not fiction. It is nonfiction. But anyway, um, all right. So, um, one of the things I want to acknowledge about it that I'm considering stealing is that he does this. He's just so courageous, and he goes right to things. I, you know, I still thought, oh my gosh, he's going to talk about this, like. You know, he talks about money, and I mean, just things where you know that are still taboo. It's like, how are there still taboos? Like we've broken so many taboos, there are still taboos, and um, it just felt very courageous to me. And so um, that's something I want to steal. All right,
0: you? Uh, so I've been reading a lot of different things, but I think the thing I've been reading mostly has been your stuff. So <laughs> Anything you're going to steal from me? <laughs> I'm going to steal from you, actually. I think you do a fantastic job of you know, there are moments when you can actually capture the interaction between people in these details that are so, so... appropriate. I mean, I don't even know what the word is, but anyway. And so I, I like that, you know, we often talk about, like, significant detail. What's the thing that you're drawing your reader's attention to? And so... This week, while I'm generating story ideas and thinking about things, I'm going to think about those significant details and how, how they can tell the story of a moment. Awesome. Power on. All right. Until next week. This has been Storymakers Show. Bum, bum, bum.